This is the Not Guilty Podcast, and we're back with a vengeance. That's right, we're talking about Die Hard with a vengeance. But tonight it's different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, and dance all night. Yippee ki yay, mother friend. <laughs> Yippee ki yay, mother followers. I like that. Yippee ki yay. More like mother follower. Because we only have like one listener. <laughs> oh, my mother. <clears throat> my mom. Yippee ki yay, mother. Um, so here we are, the Not Guilty Podcast. This is Alex. This is Kyle, and I'm selling a TV. If you want it, twelve dollars, twelve inch, a uh, dollar an inch. It's a twelve inch TV, great tube TV. Uh, yeah. And this is Chris. Sick intro, bro. Sick. And it, we're talking about. Thanks, Bruno. We're done uh, here. Hey, Bruno, get out of here. You nailed it. Nailed it. But uh, this week we're talking about Die Hard with a Vengeance. The movie. We're not just talking about Die Hard, like with a vengeance. Yeah. Edit it's, that out. That was that was terrible. <laughs> Edit that out. That was brutal. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, uh, popular movie in the '90s. I think it's popular. I mean, have you guys heard of it before? No. You've never heard of it before. I've heard of the first one. Okay. Well, our kids don't re- remember it. Or we'll never have heard of it. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you if you were a child of the '90s, then. Uh, then uh, or the '80s slash '90s, um, then you probably are familiar with Die Hard of the Vengeance. I um, loved his tucked-in wife beater into his pleated khaki pants. Oh, so sick! The slick back hair—it's a real yuppies man. So slick sick. back, balding hair. All right, Kyle, would you give us a rundown on what this movie's about? Uh, the the third one. Oh, oh yeah. You know what, um, Kyle, you've never seen Mm-mm. Die Hard before, right? Nope. And you know we went, we just parachuted prefer, right into. I this prefer movie. to live hard. <laughs> so Kyle uh, just went in right into the third chapter. And to be honest, that's exactly how I watched it. You know, I didn't, I'd never cool. seen the first two when I saw it. It's not all about you though. So that's we not, have to realize that we we do. And when we do, we can grow. It's all about Kyle. Yep. Um, so uh, all, all right, Kyle, me. would you give me maybe like how about a uh, a uh, how about give us a synopsis of what you uh what you assume the the canon of die hard films is about all right and then maybe give us a little bit about what this movie is about i think each movie is a season so the first one i've heard many good things it's a winter movie um a christmas movie so i think we um i think that's more winter oriented you know i think there's a lot of snowball fight scenes mixed in with a lot of action like gunshots and stuff um, well, I'd argue snowball fights are action. Yeah. The peak, yeah. the pinnacle of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing better than a good that. snowball fight. So, um, um, yeah, I would say the first Die Hard was very Christmassy. Second Die Hard, we uh, come into springtime. The snow has melted and another evil is afoot. A muck is come out of hibernation, you could say. What do you think that evil could have been? Uh, person um <laughs> all right and an evil person at yeah. christmas no 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 I this mean, is the spring. second one yeah, spring. yeah he's come out of hibernation <laughs> much like an angry bear In- angry and, uh, easter bunny uh what what's his name uh mccain 
what's his first name? McLean. 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 Oh, McCain. McCain. <laughs> it's the same thing. Anyway, Jonathan. <laughs> John McCain comes <laughs> walking in. Oh with my his, gosh! It, it is John McLean. <laughs> yeah, with his sidekick Sarah Palin, and they fight evil together. <laughs> this is this is my definition of the second Die Hard. Third Die Hard. Uh, yeah, we start out. This is a. I would assume summer because we're uh, we've gone through winter, spring, mm-hmm. and so we got summer. I'm waiting for. Oh yeah, and then there's a fourth Die Hard, right? The new. There's one that came out a couple years ago. Live free. Yeah, that's the fall. Um, like the, the season, not like <clears throat> the falls. fall of man. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically the fall of the movie because it sucked. Anyway. Um, and the newest one is. Yeah. Is uh. It's what was the, that called? Live free, die hard. Oh. Live free or die hard. That was the fourth one. Is that the one where he uh, saves the president from assassination? John McCain saves John McClain. <laughs> we know John McClain <laughs> saves John McCain. There we go. And um, so, yeah, but die hard with a vengeance. Third one. Mm. We start out with explosions. A bus topples over. And all around, I'm intrigued. And nobody's hurt. Surprising. Well, we don't know that. That's true. We don't know the death count. <laughs> they never released it. They never said it. It was actually the police kind of hid that. Mm-hmm. Did you like the whole movie? They're like, don't tell anybody. And it was like, what? You kind of need to. And then it's always a, you know, it's always a gas explosion in downtown Manhattan. In downtown Manhattan. Man, these gas explosions. Gas. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, Die Hard through with Vengeance equals total action '90s '80s action movie. Yeah, and you're close on your on your canon. The first one definitely starts at Christmas. Mm. The second one's also at Christmas. Is it really? Yeah, and so the first one is like they skip. Well, I could see that they skipped a year. You know, they didn't want to show him like out his downtime. Yeah, only, you know, only yeah, I think he's off in every movie. He's only, not. He's not on active duty. Only the villains come out during to ruin the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, because in the first one, it all takes place in a building. The second one, it all just, takes place just at an one airport. building. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's amazing. And then uh, the second one takes place in an airport, and that one's not as good. Wait, wait. But this th- one, the doors have opened wide, and uh, <clears throat> the Big Apple is his playground. Mm. Hey, real quick, Kyle, what would you guess the second Die Hard is called? Die Hard uh, Afterlife. <laughs> it is, in fact, called Die Hard Two. Die Harder. That makes me not want to watch it even oh, more. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> so I just read my favorite uh, bit of trivia I've ever read in a movie. This says the sex scene between Jeremy Irons and Sam Phillips was added in the la- in at the last minute because John McTiernan knew that the film would get an R rating, and he might as well add a sex scene in. <laughs> yeah. He might as well. <laughs> there's, actually, there's actually quite a bit of good trivia on this oh, so far. Oh, that's awesome. Like uh, some of the German... Uh, spoken in this movie is so grammatically incorrect that it's basically considered gibberish. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, the, we'll get into that. That's typical Hollywood. So let me let me put up my defense of this movie and why and why uh, this was the choice that I brought to the table. You know, a lot of these movies that are guilty pleasure movies, they start out as nostalgia movies. You know, it's like things we saw in the past that we loved when we were kids and we didn't know any better and stuff like that. This movie, I feel like, has always kind of stood the test of time with me. And so I was like, you know, it always blew my mind that it did not get a better critical uh, critical um, 
response, you know, back in the day, I had no I, no clue. You know how you watch, you know, just tons of bad movies when you're a kid and don't even pay attention to critics' reviews and stuff like that. But mm. So I really lo- love this movie. Our little minds can't handle the negativity I, that film critics put out. But I brought it because I wanted to see what you guys thought about Die Hard with the Vengeance, especially because, Kyle, you've never seen it. It's true. And you've never seen any Die Hards. And you can just um, give us your opinion. Um, all my, right. My official review for this would be, like, if you just want to see a movie where Samuel L. Jackson is screaming, McLean, <laughs> this is the movie for you. It's just, I feel like that was half of his dialogue. Five stars. I can just see Samuel L. Jackson walking in and say, he's like, all right, three, two, one, McLean. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. McLean. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive. All right, Chris, any, any, you want to open this up? All right. Well, most of the criticism I found about it, uh, let me open up Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Let's see what they have to say. Critic yeah. consensus, Die Hard 3 with a vengeance, <laughs> as it should be called, gets off to a fast start and benefits from Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson's barbed interplay, but clatters to a bombastic finish in a vain effort to cover for an overall lack of fresh ideas. Other other criticisms that I found within these uh, reviews were that they found the plot confusing and improbable, and two, it takes too long, and finally, it just devolves into car chases and explosions. About halfway through the movie, I was saying, you know, Simon says, stop this movie, because it's starting <laughs> to suck, so... Hey, the, all right, we're opening up. We're on the streets of New York. Kyle gave us the rundown of, of city blowing up. All Police right. is going nuts. As soon as we hit the first uh, the first scene, just a giant explosion wakes us up. It's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. hello. Whoa. Bus flips over. Explosions. I was like, Michael Bay? I think the first line of dialogue is uh, they're in the police station, and then uh, – and then, <laughs> calls over to the inspector and she's like inspector phone and i was like was she calling him phone so you i mean if you inspector weren't paying a- phone do you want to else feel like this was just like a really cheesy cop movie Mm-mm. Or it was a buddy cop movie although this was originally he was like- not his buddy <laughs> i'm not no. your friend i'm not your i'm your complete stranger Ooh, i do want to talk about that um but this movie was originally. This movie was uh, written at, under the title Simon Says, and it was going to be a the fourth Die Hard movie, or sorry, the fourth uh, Lethal Weapon movie. Oh wow! Was it really? Yeah, I I've see never that. seen Lethal Weapons. So. Oh, it's, it's I kind of the same. It's definitely yeah. the same genre. I feel like uh, Lethal Weapon, the original Lethal Weapon, aged worse than Die Hard did, but it's still a great movie. Yeah, I've only seen the first Lethal Weapon though. Now, um, as for. Uh, <laughs> I actually I love the way Willis and Jackson played off each other, and I uh, I thought and just in general like all the characters were at least kind of entertaining, like it wasn't just them with a bunch of background characters. Like every even the supporting characters like in the precinct had personality to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Simon, for the most part, was uh, a like a pretty great villain. He was creepy during the phone calls. Once the, once you see him, I'm you know. It loses some of its effects. All the characters of the police station are very snarky. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's New York. What are you gonna What are you gonna <laughs> do about it? Uh, forget about it. Now, Chris, have you seen this movie before? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. 
I made a note of, you know, our, for our opening dialogue uh, has a pretty cliched line. It's like, Inspector Phone, I think you better take this. I'm just going to do that from now on. <laughs> when, my, when, when somebody I know gets a phone call, I'll just answer it for them and I'll be like, hey, um, I think you better take this. And it's like, this is AT&T. We just want to talk to you about your Verizon wireless plan. Wait, what? <laughs> this what is it, it didn't register to me either. This is AT&T. You want to talk about your Verizon plan. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson pops up. And I, 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 like, my eyes got big and watery. <laughs> and I was, like, so excited. Because uh, Samuel Jackson makes everything better. Was he the old guy in Sandlot? No, that's oh. uh, that's um, Darth Vader. What? That's I've never James Earl Jones. I've never Darth seen Vader? Sandlot. Oh, Did anybody dude. notice the trophy in the police station? No. Oh, we got to put it on Instagram. Okay. But there's a trophy <laughs> behind John McClane when he's in when he's in the police plaza. There's a no no. There's a trophy behind Zeus in police plaza and i was like what is that trophy for because it has like a person standing on the top of it and everything i was i was like do they give out it's oh, the dundies of police <laughs> what did you guys think of new york in the 90s mm. i love the 90s by the way all i could summer in the city i feel like this i feel like this movie could have started out with the theme song so no one told you life was gonna <laughs> be this way your job's a joke you're broke your love life's the okay, way but there's only one class in the second gear. But I'll be there for you. Anyway. So what do you guys think about uh Simon's plot altogether? I was totally on board. You know, it is it, it's kind of a little like it's almost like too much, like as far as cause so Simon's doing all these explosions and then starts giving all these riddles to to oh, John McClain. I was like, is John McClain Batman over here? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with the Riddler. <laughs> oh, oh, he he's he's blowing up everything because he's uh, revenge, but well, not revenge. He's trying to instead of killing John McClane, he's you know sending him on a wild goose goose chase. Sending him on a wild goose chase, Goosterish, <clears throat> so he can rob Fort Knox or the bigger than Fort Knox, Fort Knox two point So yeah. So I I kind of agree with the critics on this. I felt like it. Got into convoluted territory. I thought I thought it was great from the get go. They get that therapist dude, whatever, uh, who's saying that he's just doing like he's just doing it for attention. And then we find out, okay, he's Hans Gruber's brother, so he's doing it for vengeance. <laughs> but then we find out, <laughs> no, that was just that was all just a, a smoke screen so that they can steal some, money. Some men just want. And then they were the destroying the money. And that's to, another smoke screen. Yeah. They're just uh, they're just uh, doing it to destroy America's wealth or whatever, but not really. They're just pretending to do that so they can take the money and be rich. I didn't quite understand that because you know if you sink a bunch of gold, you know it's just gonna float go to back the up. <laughs> it's just gonna float. float back up, <laughs> and then you just gotta put a net out and just catch that gold. Yeah. Catch that gold. <laughs> You'd probably be able to get 
I mean, what would you say? At least 75% of it back by scuba diving. Um. <laughs> but with that said, I uh, I liked Simon's introduction. There are a lot of intricacies in this movie, mm-hmm. like with the riddles and just their attention to detail, like <laughs> like how often they argued about what streets they should take. <laughs> they get to this one riddle that I've, I've literally, I think I've seen this movie about five times. Is it the, the water jug yes, one? Yes, and I cannot figure out how they do it. <laughs> I don't it drives me crazy. I, by the end of it, you're kind of on board still. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, they get it. So, <laughs> I trust they, you guys. They started with, with one that had two gowns. Anyway. That's my reaction whenever I do like projects <laughs> with people. They're just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. And then we get the answer it's, together. It's That's so, right. I helped. It's so stupid. It might work. <laughs> I think you better take this. <laughs> Let's see. Die Hard with a Vengeance, vengeance. Jug Riddle. Now, was this, was <laughs> With the Vengeance better than the first one? No. 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 Okay. The, fir- the first one is uh, Icon Nick. Movie film. <laughs> wow. As they say. So many dramatic pauses in that. <laughs> All right. Wiki How. How to solve the water jug riddle from Die Hard 3. Yay. All right. So you've got to defuse a bomb by replacing exactly four gallons of water. On a sensor. The problem is you only have a five-gallon jug and a three-gallon jug on hand. Mm -hmm. The classic riddle made famous in Die Hard 3 may seem impossible without a measuring cup, but it's actually remarkably simple. So use the water from the five-jug to fill up the three-jug. Jeez. (laughs) You're left with three gallons in the uh, three-jug and two gallons in the five-jug. So... Pour out the three-gallon jug. You're left with nothing in the three-jug and two gallons in the uh, five-jug. Transfer, wa- transfer the water from the five-jug to the three-jug. You're left with two gallons in the th- three-jug and nothing in the five-jug. All right, fill up the five-jug completely. You, have, you now have two gallons in the three-jug and five in the five-jug. This means that there is one gallon of space left in the th- three-jug. Use the water from the five-jug to fill up the three-jug. Fill up the last gallon of space in the three jug with the water from the five jug. This leaves you with three gallons in the three jug and four gallons in the five jug. There it is. I Wait, I still don't get it. I know. I feel like this could be a really good game at like a summer camp. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I feel like... Mm-hmm. like Bombs I've, and all. <laughs> exactly. No, but seriously though, like this whole, that whole scene, I was like... I feel like I'm at summer camp or something. Like we need to hurry and fit all... Like, I mean, this is just summer in the city. I failed. We need to fiddle out all these riddles. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, the subway scene—that's kind of what uh, what gets the uh, actual plot going because out of the wreckage, this allows them to pull a bane, I where love... they they send the police on a wild goose chase. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I literally have. Uh... In my notes, pulls a dark knight, rises, and gets rid of all the cops. Well, I guess somebody needs to create a uh, dark knight rises slash diehard with a vengeance contingency plan, where it's like, hey, in the event of a no, I think I really loved in the subway scene the cameo or the uh, Incredibles. Oh yeah, like scene. throwback. Yeah, I really, I really dug that when you pointed. Diehard with a vengeance references so many movies that had not come out yet. I know, seriously, it's though. crazy. It's you know, it's just that. Just shows you how what kind of influence John McClane. There was one scene in the subway on the train, 
and like the old lady screaming for like no apparent reason. Do you guys remember that? Like, I think yes. <laughs> He's like, let me look underneath your feet, and she's like, ah. Yeah. She but like, like just freaks yeah, out. Yeah, uncontrollable. I was like, it got a big laugh from me. And <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. I was like, I, I'm so confused. I do love the uh, subway crash scene though. Yeah. Like, I think that's the best action sequence in it. It aged aged really well, and it was all like practical effects too. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Samuel L. is Practical magic. He's got to answer that phone, the the shaky guard or whatever, and he's like, I just need a drink of water. I got to get a drink of water. Everybody calm down. By water, I mean answer the phone. They, You know, it's almost kind of like a Pixar movie when it comes to uh, McLean and Samuel L. Jackson. You know, and to me, I don't know, what did you guys feel about that cha- that transition? Because... I thought it actually felt pretty good when they transitioned from, you know, being kind of complete enemies, but to have forcing them to work together. And then by the end of it, becoming kind of friends out of circumstances. It, it felt a lot like a couple. I was like, eh, like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I was just like, eh, this is, it's all right, but I wasn't like a huge fan of it. I was like, this could do without. You could do without the buddy stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's like the whole movie. It was kind of cheesy. Oh, I, I thought it was so like, good. And not even, like, that wasn't even the cheesiest part, though. Like, the soundtrack was really cheesy with it. It kind of made it even it. more cheesy. Cheesy, Like, like the whole, the theme song for the enemy, like, the, what was it? Like bum, 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 oh, I hated that bum, so much. That's just part of the dark comedy of oh, Die Hard. That was... <laughs> Literally, they played that so much every single time. I was like, that that scene I will agree is my least favorite scene in the whole movie when they're robbing Fort Knox. The Die Hard movies are, in a way, dark comedies. Like yeah. they don't take themselves too seriously. No. I mean, maybe the newest one maybe does. Almost, and even in this one, you know, off camera, uh, he's trying to work it out with his wife. The first one, I think they're separated in the first one. Uh huh. And then they, you know are in love at the end of the first one. The second one... Second one, they're cool. She's on a plane, and they're together, but there's some, I guess they're fine. call me Shirley. And in this one, we find out that they're divorced or separated. They're or, separated now. Well, he just hasn't... He just hasn't called her in a while. <laughs> he hasn't... Yeah. And I think in Live Free or Die Hard, he's like officially divorced. He's, he never ended up making that call. Yeah. No. He should have made the call. Oh my gosh. He makes the call at one point in the movie, but then he sees something on like a up like a pill bottle. Yeah. He's like, this is more important. Oh man. Gosh. <laughs> Here's some Tylenol with our address on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he was already at that hotel or where what I don't even know what that where they're in a warehouse but at a hotel. That's where the movie went like <laughs> full like eighties action movies. Like they're all like in a this big um, crate or whatever and they're yeah. all just like cheering and like in tanks and stuff the Dom Perignon gets yeah in Greek mythology Zeus was a god who summoned lightning and thunder in this movie Zeus Carver is an electrician <laughs> yes <laughs> one note I had too is uh, Inspector Phone uh, this is after like everything's going well and like uh, you might want to take this <laughs> He says, uh, McLean, like they're, they're getting real serious that they just put the bomb threat out for the school. So, you know, all the, all the uh, police are baning 
and they're going to find the schools. And then, uh, so Inspector Phone says to John, he's like, John, take my phone, give me a call if uh, you find out anything. But how's he going to call him if he takes his phone? <laughs> so I didn't get that. Just call it was the 90s. Phone. They didn't understand how cell phones worked. Page me. Take my phone, give me a call if you get anything. Take this phone, mail it to me, and call it if you ever need anything. Here's another good quote. And I'm going to marry Donald Trump. Ah. I swear this movie just knew Uh, what was going to happen. Yeah, I know. I had something that I liked that I was going to mention earlier. Did you know John McClane had a bad effing hangover the entire movie? Oh, yeah. That that was my other thing. So half of the movie, like I've said, is Samuel Samuel L. Jackson screaming, McClane! The other half of it is uh, John McClane, a.k.a. Bruce Willis, just complaining about having a hangover. That's Which that actually ended up being a plot point, though, because yeah, that's where he got the Tylenol. <laughs> oh wow! Yep. If he had, if it hadn't been for that hangover, he would have never figured it out. You could already tell that was going somewhere at the beginning. That I was like, why are they making it such a big deal? We just need more drunk cops. <laughs> is what this movie is this is a new suggesting. movie? Drunk cops? <laughs> I think that is a movie. Uh, so they do this thing where uh, Simon, it, like McLean's getting too close. He's starting to figure it out and put all the pieces together. He's like, it's a wild goose chase. So now he's like actually chasing him down. <laughs> and they do this thing where, where he calls into the radio station and lets him know that, hey, all the police are trying to find this bomb in a school. And uh, and he calls the radio to do this, right? So it goes through a montage of, of all these instances where people are listening to the radio and a lot of those instances, it doesn't seem like instances where you'd be listening to the radio, like in the middle of a business meeting. <laughs> no, and- that was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite action sequence in this movie. During a court case, you know, it's like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so funny. Man, you- people in the 90s were crazy. I like how when during when they're trying to round up all the kids, like to keep them in one place, like the main kids escape and they go and play poker. That That'll be important in the end. That didn't really make sense. I was really what? confused because the kid was like, let's go. And like, I was like, why? And then they cut to them playing cards. I was like. They thought just... they were going to get in trouble for. Oh, yeah. For, for stealing the For stealing the stuff. or Because or, not yeah, even not even he's a monster. Screens. Yeah. Not even soldier. that. I'm a soldier, not a monster. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine? I'm a soldier. Not a monster. Some men want to watch the world burn. The moment where I had to really kind of check my brain at the door was, uh, you know, with any action movie, was the the water and the water tunnel scene thing. Oh yeah, when he's he out driving out, it, he pops out of the ground and oh, I love shot. that though. That was <laughs> so cool. Me too. I loved every second of that. But it that. is you kind of have to be like, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is not grounded in reality. <laughs> Do you think that would happen if, if like, a water tunnel did that? Do you think water would come busting out of the ground like that, like a geyser? Because I mean, this physicist mo- on the this phone. movie has been uh, scientifically and physically sound up until this point. <laughs> everything, so everything. Let's call nine one one. How about that scene? Oh, I loved this. This was like one of my favorite things. Was uh, the whole is a callback to a scene that was earlier. And it was they were talking about uh, lottery tickets and how about you know half oh. half the cops in New York City play their badges yeah and mm-hmm. so he sees one of the guys badges 
and then he sees the reflection of it yeah. in an elevator later on. Which trivia, every Die Hard movie has the elevator scene. Oh. Makes it even worse. in the airport? I, According to the <laughs> trivia page, yeah. Maybe on the airplane. That's awesome. The airplane elevator. I did not know that. That's great. The air elevator. Yeah. So he, uh, what'd you guys think about that scene where he's like, <laughs> what did he say about the tickets? He's like, I got them right here. Bam, bam. I thought it was so cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Everything, I feel like that's when, when I said everything or the plot was so intricate. Like there's so many things that pay off. Yeah. Or like build up to something anyways. Yep. Samuel Jackson says that Zeus is the closest character to my personality of any that I've played. <laughs> what about the new Kong I movie? want to hang out with Samuel L. Jackson so bad. How can we make that happen? Let's go, guys. Let's figure it out. Samuel L. Jackson, if uh, you're watching this or listening to this, whether by DVD if or you're watching uh, us right now. Or on DVD. And uh, we just want you to know that we want you to come out here and just hang with us, you know. Tell us your experiences uh, filming Die Hard. Uh, was what was it, it like working with Mr. Incredible? Yeah, you know, like what was it, you know, Mr. Willis? We we want to hear your thoughts on him and how did um, you lose your eye Mr. in Willis. the Marvel universe? Yeah. I got to know. They never tell us that. Not even I guess in the we're comics. waiting for that prequel movie in 2028 mm-hmm. of like what wait, what's his character's name in Marvel? Dr. Fury. Dr. Fury. Nicholas J. Fury. Nicholas J. Fury at your service. <laughs> Professor Fury. <laughs> proof Fury. Oh, wouldn't that... Really clue, and then, uh, like, the card says Proof Plum, and it's Professor Plum, but I always <laughs> just called it Proof Plum because I didn't know What if there was better. a movie that, like, incorporated... He's like, let me call up an old friend, and it's uh, John McClane. And he comes into the Marvel films and just dominates them all. Oh gosh, yeah. Did Talk anybody about... see the 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 uh, Expendables where Bruce Willis was in there? Mm-hmm. That was the new one, right? Well, I, didn't see I it. think he he's made an appearance in all of them. Oh. I just don't think he became a major character to like the second or third one. Was he in the first one? I think so. Oh, okay. I think originally they were building him up to be a villain in one of the sequels, oh, okay. but that never. Oh, they had that terrible scene in Expendables two where like. He and uh, Schwarzenegger have a um, falling out. Well, they have like this moment together where, mm. uh, like, Bruce Willis runs off. He's like, "I'll be back," and then Schwarzenegger's like, "Oh, you be kaye," and it's like, "Oh, that's I'm I'm done with this movie now." <laughs> There's so many winks in that movie that it's, they yeah. almost have their eyes closed. Did yeah. Any? Oh gosh, no. I kind of like <laughs> it though. I'm not I'm not gonna say what I think about that movie, but we should do it. I have a question. Uh huh. So in this in the Friends series, um, the movie Die Hard is a real movie in the show, mm-hmm. but Bruce Willis guest stars as Ross's girlfriend's dad in the same show. Nah, just nope. the guy who looked like Bruce Willis. <laughs> I, mm. Ross's girlfriend's dad. Yeah. Oh, when, oh, when he oh, was dating, oh, the, he dated the Rachel. No, I feel like there's a plot hole here somewhere. <laughs> well, honestly, I can't stand it when Hard's movies fart. do that. Because they, <laughs> I, I was saying it's not Die Hard's fault, but I said fart instead. <laughs> it's not Die Hard's <laughs> fart. I'd be curious to find out. Um, I'd be curious to find out what people think generally about this movie because. I did not know it was not well received. I thought it was just a great addition to, to the Die Hard f- things. 
And uh, franchise. Franchise. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. You're I welcome. mean, I think, I mean, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 83% audience score. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that helps us. Have you read any of the reviews, Chris? Yeah. All right. Um, what, I mean, what, are you, what are you seeing as far as that goes? Um, Other than the consensus, like, what are kind of, kind of in like, line with our problems? Basically, here's one. Um, this is from Variety. Uh, degenerates into an improbable, confusing series of chases and an overly involved heist that takes far too long to set up. And this one's timeout. Uh, there's a little wit of originality on offer, just the familiar escalation of car chases and big bangs. So there were a lot of explosions in this movie. Oh, yeah. It reminded um, me a lot of Michael Bay. I feel like I don't know. Die Hard kind of gave. Well, it wasn't Michael like, it, I mean, I feel like with Michael Bay movies, it tends to be like, it's all about, like, it's just explosions for visuals. Whereas with this one, it's a movie about bomb, like basically about bombs. Uh-huh. So. About a bomb. About bums. <laughs> about a bomb. <laughs> Should make us feel. Oh, this is like I think this one is taken into context of when the movie came out, but uh, it says should make us all feel a little queasy after the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! So that tells you the context of when when that was there. There's yeah. like a crazy shot of the uh, World Trade Center in this movie yeah. too, and um, so it's like a. It, that was a weird. Why did that's interesting that they that that was the plot during that like years. Oh, and of, they they even because you know the World Trade Center was bombed twice. Know, yeah, they they made a reference, right? Yeah, and they made a reference to it, and they're, I mean, it was it was kind of uh, interesting how that how that happened. They but. made it, it. It was kind of like a like a cheesy reference. I was like, whoa, that's kind of stepping over boundaries. I remember. I didn't feel like it was cheesy. But they, they like, not not cheesy, but it was like overstepping its bounds a little bit. Well, they, I mean, they, I think they were just calling out the fact that like, hey, this city's been through a lot, so we need to make sure that... Or they were talking about how like after the train explosion or whatever that it was the the cleanup crew or something like that. I don't know. Referenced hmm. that, that explosion. But. Here's the review. No, believe, no believable characters were developed. The actual se- sequences weren't believable either. I don't think that guy knows anything about Die Hard. Oh my gosh, I totally disagree. I think uh, what you, what you were talking about, what that one review said, or what, what we were talking about, as far as like the difference between a movie like uh, like a Michael Bay movie mm-hmm. and a difference between something like this, is that to me, I like Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis so much, their characters in this, that to me it's almost like this is just a world for them to live in. Mm-hmm. And so these are just the circumstances for that. And even Simon, because I thought he was an interesting villain. And I mean, there's too many kind of like, you know, eye rolls as mm-hmm. far as that goes, because there's so many coincidences. And he died, I, being, right? Because the plane explosion. <laughs> yeah. Does he come back? No. Oh, unless, I don't know. Unless I like how um, they haven't finished the series out yet. John McClane gave his Yippie Kaye moment right before they died, but they kind of killed themselves because they just kind of like flew into a pole or something. <laughs> it was a Whoa. little anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. I, will, I will give it that. Um, now, I thought Simon was a great villain when we thought that it was like a personal battle. Once I found out he was just like in it for the money, yeah. I kind of lost interest in him. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of became generic. Well, I you know, but to in the movie's defense, kind of the more generic thing was would probably be for him to actually be doing it for vengeance. But it definitely messes with the premise of the movie. Yeah, I mean it's not, it's more like Die Hard without a vengeance now. <laughs> yeah, 
But Die uh, Hard with a secret agenda. Yeah. Die Hard. And I, I feel agenda. like I don't know. Just maybe maybe it is kind of a clever twist to have him be Hans Gruber's brother and then not have him out for vengeance. Mm-hmm. But it maybe, seems like yeah. it was kind of thrown in just for they connecting it to the. Probably could have done a better something. But um, another review. Uh-huh. Says for sakes, much of the occasional clever, somewhat wry dialogue and situations of his predecessors in favor of a more generic action adventure approach, which I completely disagree with. The dialogue in this one was way better than Die Hard 2. Yeah, I don't remember the dialogue in Die Hard 2, I just remember it not being as fun. This yeah. is fun to me. Like, I oh, think, yeah, I think you Die Hard love watching fun. people get blown up in trains, sicko. It's so cool. Gosh, oh my goodness, that's nasty. <laughs> But um, yeah, I think one of the things that makes this a uh, like someone argued probably a weaker sequel, but I think it makes it a stronger sequel is that they abandon the one setting uh-huh. and actually yep. it takes place in the city. Yep, summer in the city. Oh, yeah. for one one last thing. All right, uh, we need to get um, Kyle's thoughts on the very ending, the last frame of the movie. What did, oh, you, what did yes. you think? It was a freeze frame, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Did it fade? Oh, nope. it was a pullout. It it was yeah. a it was a it was the credits over over that... a continued action. This has been uncanny. All four movies that we've done yeah. have ended differently. I've had mixed I had mixed feelings about it because most '90s movies did that, so that was pretty normal for me. Like I don't mind that. I don't like freeze frames, mm-hmm. and I don't like slow fade outs of when they're like trying to be still, but like. And it fades out. This one was okay because they kind of like drove away, right? Or they walked away. I can't remember. I think they kind of walked away. The cam- yeah. uh, camera pulled, like dollied out. Cool guys don't look at flames type as deal. As far you know as what cheesy saying? movies go, would you say this is more cheesy than Used Lions? Or would you say it's less cheesy? This is more cheesy. What? The- oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know about boo. that. Like, second, <laughs> Secondhand Lions had a more interesting story than this. Oh, boo. Uh, look, I'm not... <laughs> I mean, I will say second. I feel, I feel like, so. I do feel, I feel like so alone in my opinions. I, I will don't say like this. secondhand lions. It the two like there are two plot lines essentially going through secondhand lions, and they're so thematically distant from each other that it does make it more unique. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm not I will, saying I have anything against secondhand lions. I will I say love this: it, compared Die Hard with a Vengeance, compared to other like action movies, I think. Like cheesy action movies. I Are think you it, a fan of action movies? It depends. What What's a good action movie? Uh, I don't know. Star Wars. In a minute. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Star Wars. Fan of Menace in the top five action movies of all time. No, top three. What are you talking about? Anyway, um, you gotta love those political debates. <laughs> that is some no. great action um, right there. So, do superheroes like movies count? As yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked Iron Man. I think that was. Yeah. I think that was closer to Die Hard with a Vengeance than. I, I think movies have shifted to be more like this movie was in the '90s. I think yeah. that's kind of like what my take is on the general consensus. Consensus. This Die Hard with a Vengeance kind of reminded me of Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like it was cheesy, but it was a good action film. Yeah, like it was. Which, I mean, that's exactly what diehard movies are. Yeah. Are. yeah. Like, I mean, that's... It just, it kind of, yeah, I could see it as... Like, it's not re- It's not realistic. It's not a drama. Yeah, it's, it's just supposed to be straight up action. Like, yeah. Olympus has fallen, or like, London has fallen. Yeah. How it's yeah, just yeah. straight up pure Exactly. Action. Exactly. Which isn't what, uh, let's I'm see, was it Olympus has fallen? It's, which one's the one with Jamie Foxx? 
White House Down. Yeah. Oh, Which wasn't a lot of people like that movie because it was like sort of a diehard type of movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not. That a huge, got terrible reviews. I didn't, I didn't see it. It's I'm like ten percent. I'm not tomatoes. a huge fan of like those type of movies. I want yeah. something with like a plot and a meaning. Like I you think want to be changed at the end of a movie. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, like a baby's diaper. Exactly. Um. All right, yeah. verdicts. All right, uh, Chris, what are your what are your final what's your final verdict on this movie? Um, I think this is a perfect example of a good guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, I and I mean I love it personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the best Die Hard sequel. Yeah. Yes. Thought, isn't it a prequel? Yes. Yes. No. No. It's a. Mm-mm. It's a prequel to Live Free or Die Hard. It's a trilogy. <laughs> it's a trilogy with two more movies after it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your final thought? Um. Did you hate it? Was it like? Are you good like never to watch it again? I don't. I don't really have like a standpoint on it. I don't know. Like it was, it was good, but it was also bad. Like for a nineties movie, I understood where it was coming from and mm-hmm. it was a good movie. Like it w- I feel like it would have been a good movie back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nowadays it's like, eh, I could watch something else. Like it's, there's so many other better movies. Like out there. secondhand lions. Exactly. Or Phantom Menace. Um, yeah. I would consider it a not guilty. Okay. Because, you know, it's it's a good film. Like, if you want something action, I'm just not a huge like, just pure action. So, movie if you're fan. into action movies, definitely, and you know, you it, can say that the that the you know the world is definitely into action movies. You know, the as yeah. far as the big blockbusters Sadly. are all action mu- movies. Sadly, I don't know. It's Musicals. yeah. I guess I guess nowadays, like, if you're looking for just pure action with some comedy in it. Sure, go, go for it. Yeah, go Knock see Knock your socks off. So you say not guilty as well. I do. Okay. All right, yeah. so we declare this one not guilty. This one's not guilty, you guys. Woo! Yeah, promote Woo! the crap out go, of Go yourself and enjoy, you know what, and live uh, free or die hard with a vengeance. Go ye with vengeance. And I think you better take this. Take this.